The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Today on Rolling With It, I've got Lulu Stone, who is a model. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good start to the year, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I love your background. Yeah. For people that Thank can't you. see, Lulu has got a <laughs> field of grass as her Zoom background. Yeah, I did. I had another Zoom call and my setup was really messy in the background. So I just put this <laughs> That's um, a very smart And I feel move. like this is, this is more interesting than like just my plain white wood chip wall. So I'm leaving it on. It wasn't intentional. To be fair, I've never really thought about that. Using a green screen to cover up the mess. I like it. How have you been finding lockdown? How's it been for you? Well, I think the various different stages have been pretty different yeah um, uh, and like our lockdown now I'm I'm much more yeah I'm 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 working I'm getting out of the house more mm. I think at first like god when did we first go into lockdown like actually like a year March, ago March. it's almost been a year ago I can't believe it it's been like I know this year has been absolute madness so yeah that lockdown was like whoa yeah <laughs> hold up a minute uh, yeah it was just so new to all of us like none of us really knew what was gonna what was gonna happen it just felt like very end of the world apocalyptic kind of like mm. what is our future yeah. but now it's I don't know I feel like we're all kind of used to it a little bit much more same with it yeah I feel like it has actually taken it's mad to think it's taken a year to kind of get used to it all because but as you said like at the beginning it was like this is literally the end of the world like you couldn't imagine it lasting for more than like three weeks like I literally thought it was going to be three weeks we were in lockdown and now we're literally coming up to a year so quickly and we still don't know what's happening (laughs) like how is that a thing it's worse than ever so the whole kind of conversation in the podcast is about how creatives are dealing with it and how their industries have been affected so I'm guessing the modeling industry has been pretty like taking a big hit from COVID um at first yes like obviously like no one was allowed to kind of leave the house so it was all very much um no shoots were happening I didn't go back to the studio until May Mm-hmm. um so I was I was back shooting in the studio in May but from that time from like March April and yeah for the most of May it was mm-hmm. pretty much dead so basically how agencies kind of adapted was that they um they kind of got girls to or just models in general anybody on their boards mm-hmm. they got people to set up studios um in their houses basically mm-hmm. and just um get like get some camera equipment get lighting equipment get any sort of like space that you could actually shoot in and then the clients would then send the products to the models um so they could shoot at home so that was that was the big way in how it's how it's changed and clients are still doing that um like I've I've got a job next week and it's it's for a tv advert and we're shooting it in our own home sort of thing that would never be anything like yeah that I would have ever expected before but 
yeah so it's all, it's all kind of like adapting and changing but in terms of like e-commerce like it's booming you know mm-hmm. people are online shopping more than ever so in that sense it's yeah it's been it, it's picked up in in that in that area definitely yeah I've definitely realized more models like self-shooting at home and I feel like in the first lockdown it seemed very like FaceTime shoots but I feel like it's advanced so much since then like everything yeah. seems to be like model self-shooting with like good equipment and stuff like that but I remember the first lockdown ASOS I remember scrolling through and there were just pictures of the clothes there was no models whatsoever for like quite a while yeah it was so weird to like because yeah you're just so used to seeing everything on models and mm. just like everything being flat lay or just like on mannequins it was just like yeah. so what jobs have you been doing like recently or have you had anything that you didn't think would actually happen like really big opportunities well I I guess this this tv commercial I didn't think that doing as many tvc's like big productions and like kind of international things would be um would be happening as much anymore um Mm -hmm. definitely not for the foreseeable future because you know getting all teams together from around from wherever it was just super difficult for people to travel obviously um Mm -hmm. So in that sense, getting everybody to shoot themselves just allowed me to yeah do a TVC, which has been yeah really good. But yeah, I think lots of uh, companies, UK-based companies anyway, have just mm-hmm. focused on keeping um, their talent UK-based as well. So mm-hmm. instead of people flying others from, I don't know, from the States or other parts of Europe, obviously they haven't had that option anymore. They've just kind of stuck to um, teams more local, which has kind of benefited for yeah. The, yeah, the models that are already based in London. Mm, yeah, Obviously that excludes us from going and travelling doing ourselves. But... It is benefiting people. Maybe the people that they wouldn't usually think to use, they're now using those models or like, I'm, I'm guessing yeah. those people have been signed as well recently. I'm seeing it more now, but I, I know like at the beginning of lockdown or more to like in the summertime agencies were kind of uh, trimming their boards down a lot mm-hmm. um, just so that they could focus on keeping talent that were like working and stuff and mm-hmm. not really like focusing on what they had and not expanding anymore yeah. um but I know now that I have, I've seen agencies like actively doing castings and wanting mm-hmm. to yeah bring on bring on new talent because yeah they've um they've adapted now to kind of how how things yeah. are scouting on Instagram and stuff mm, as well it's, yeah it's seen it's so much like of that so you can't you can't walk into the agencies anymore like you used yeah. to so it's such a sad story I remember like two years ago what I was like 16 and I was like I want to be a model I just like I had this thing come over me I was like I just want to be a model so I must have walked into like six modeling eight like I took myself to London I was like mum I'm going to London I took myself up to London I walked into like six different agencies and obviously they were just like no do you think that a lot of people feel like they could get into the modeling industry and they kind of feel like it's really easy is it quite a tough job um yeah it's a tough job the side that people see is often the side that models put out is like the glamorous side Mm -hmm. you don't put like the really long like days of e-com where you're just kind of in and out Mm -hmm. stupid amount of outfits a day like in heels it it is tough and and on your on your mental health as well I think especially for people that start a bit younger you you have to develop thick skin quite quickly you have to face a lot of rejection and I think if you're not as sure of yourself um and you don't let other people's criticism or not necessarily criticism of you it's just you're Mm -hmm. not right for them but if you take that personally then that that could get really damaging and I know like a lot of models have struggled with them depression and anxiety issues um yeah Yeah. but I think now companies and agencies are trying to be more uh, just more more inclusive and putting less pressure 
on girls I think and yeah they're encouraging people to be themselves more and mm-hmm. to not have to fit into a mold um to be accepted which is yeah positive have you ever faced a situation where somebody's maybe been jealous of how you look or jealous of your job or or any negative situations like that where you've just thought why is this happening like any nasty comments do you ever get like trolls because you've got quite a few followers on instagram so do you get ever get people messaging you i i rarely get trolls actually i've been i think i've been very lucky in that mm-hmm. i guess like some like my friends from back home I'm still like they're probably my core group of friends and mm-hmm. um I've you know I've known them all my life so I think sometimes the kind of teasing or like the taking the piss will kind of mm-hmm. come from that yeah. um because they just kind of see that I'm traveling a lot and you know it, it the job pays well so they kind of see that side of it um and just like oh you know it's easy blah, blah, blah. yeah but I never never really gotten any like jealousy or or trolls luckily touchwood <laughs> i feel like friends always like they love to have that little like give you a bit of stick no matter what anyone's doing it's always going to be like that inside joke where they're like oh yeah look at you doing this and you're like all right yeah okay i'm actually really interested to know what is the most like amazing job you've had what's your favorite ever shoot you've done or like brand you've worked with oh my gosh um so i think the job that I've been most excited about doing, um, it was for for Aerie. I did I did an Aerie campaign, and it was I was I I flew out on my birthday. Um, it was nice. the first no, not my first birthday spent away from home, but it was the first birthday I hadn't been with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I was kind of on my own, but it was like Aerie's always been a massive dream client of mine like I just I've loved everything that they stand for mm-hmm. um and have done ever since I kind of got into modeling so yeah shooting that campaign it was in um in Wyoming loads of horses just, yeah we went horse riding oh my God, I was so glad I was right embarrassing no yeah yeah so we went to, we went to a horse ranch and like we we shot in this like cowboy town and it was like mm. the the bar was like had all these saddles and it was just it was so American yeah. and it, I, I hadn't I hadn't really been in the states that much so like going there and seeing like real life cowboys I was like wow this yeah. is mad <laughs> um but yeah and it was like it was an incredible shoot like it's an absolutely breathtaking place like mm-hmm. we've got these boats out to these islands I saw a baby bear cub wow. that we were shooting and like just like in the in the super super still water with like backdrop of amazing mountains with snow on it and everything and then yeah just like see this little baby bear cub like crawling up and like just walking up this hill just randomly and I was just like no "Um, this is (laughs) yeah exactly we were just like completely surrounded by nature like you're shooting in the national park and the whole team was lovely I'd shot with them before as well Mm -hmm. but this was like like a, a, a kind of a bigger campaign so it was just yeah it was a dream dream job really mm. really lucky to to have done it for sure that sounds unreal I guess like a huge part of like either modeling or like presenting or being like in the entertainment industry is being a good person and likable and like being able to work well with teams otherwise it's just not gonna work out yeah no you, you th- I've been on jobs before where you can just you can just tell like that the so like somebody doesn't want to be there and it just mm-hmm. it really does kind of because you know we're all in it together like mm-hmm. yeah okay 
it's long hours and you know it might be super hot or super cold but like we were on a beach in Cape Town and yeah. <laughs> it was like there are so many things to like to be worrying about right now like yeah. don't you know yeah I think having a having a a good vibe about you and like just genuinely enjoying the job because mm-hmm. you know you just kind of all vibrate off of each other and if mm-hmm. if you're all there having a good time like it can feel like a holiday mm-hmm. um but yeah you just kind of put the the long hours kind of behind you and just like we're just all getting on here everybody's a sick like everyone's super yeah. lovely and yeah you just kind of get on with it and get through it together especially if it's like as you were saying like a beach in Cape Town like you couldn't yeah. not wanting to be there like I've heard some real horror stories about people just being so difficult to work with and it's like such a shame to hear because you know there's so many people out there that would be loving to do that it's like why yeah. are you ruining for yourself and everybody else but what would you say at the moment coming back to like the COVID thing what would you say the whole process of a casting is so like your agency puts you forward for something and then where does it go from there would you say like COVID testing and is it a lot more tedious than it usually would be um yeah I feel like well in a way because people aren't really doing in-person castings anymore it's just kind of all they'll just kind of send polaroids and maybe you'll do like a casting tape Mm -hmm. um but I kind of much prefer it that way than like you know you have to book the day off to go and go go to a casting and go in person I feel like yeah now you can just kind of send send a video and that's Mm. that's all all that's kind of required or like I've had a few zoom um zoom castings I'm not a fan of actually because (laughs) it's kind of hard to like when you're in a casting room you can kind of you can kind of read the room with a bit of you you have a vibe for it but Mm. especially if there's like connection problems or like because I'm always just doing it on my phone like it's just I can just kind of see people on a little screen and then if it's more than a certain amount of people I have to like swipe through to see people and you just you can't I don't know sometimes it it, the connection isn't quite there Mm. um so that's that's what I do miss about in-person castings but Mm. aside from that like yeah I think at at first for for bigger for bigger jobs people are doing COVID tests on arrival now Mm -hmm. so if you're booked on a job um sometimes you'll have to do it a couple days before but now now that it's kind of more common you can you can get the COVID tests um on set so you just get there 15 minutes early get tested if you don't have it then yeah you can kind of get on with your day what's like a normal casting like is it like really busy chaotic um Castings can vary so much. Um, there are open castings where just kind of all agencies get sent a brief and it's just like, just send whoever you think is suitable sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And those are the castings that, yeah, they'll just be like cues. For- this kind of happens for hair shows. I've noticed hair, mm-hmm. hair jobs and um, fashion weeks. Those are the castings that are always like super there. They're very long. Loads of different people are there and it's, it, it can be like quite a quite a chunk of yeah time waiting about mm-hmm. um but then you have your direct castings which the client has seen you previously just to kind of they'll they'll have seen all your photos and everything and kind of have a vibe but they just want to kind of meet you to see whether or not your vibe fits with them and like how you actually uh, come across as in as as a person as well so yeah that when it's a direct casting it's a lot it's a lot better organized you're kind of in and out in I don't know five ten minutes maybe wow. depending on how many like 
outfits you try on if you even try on anything they just yeah vary so much and then you can have like acting ones where you might you might be given a script beforehand like the day before or you might not and you might just turn up on the day and then you gotta like <laughs> learn the script in five minutes before you go into the class not ideal but you wing it and you just go with it because everyone's in the yeah. same boat so <laughs> when I think yeah. of a casting I think of like those Victoria's Secret videos where like all the girls are like there's like thousands of them like lining up in this like big warehouse or whatever and they're all like strutting around it looks so intimidating like that's what I see or like yeah an x factor when they're all like queuing outside <laughs> like that's what I imagine that's... castings like yeah I haven't really been to a, a big casting like that in a in a while I think that yeah people have just kind of stopped stopped casting like that mm. um as much anyway but I think yeah for for fashion week and for like fashion shows I think mm. that style of casting is still yeah. but will fashion shows be a thing of the past now with COVID I'd yeah I mean I don't know if it's gonna be as much of a be as much of a thing anymore so yeah, House of Sunny just did one on like their live Instagram. I think it was at six. Like loads of different brands I've seen are doing their like autumn winter collection just on Instagram Live. And <laughs> like everyone's been yeah. promoting it and you can just watch it on your phone. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's mental. And I, I think the industry was kind of making that shift to um to like digital technology anyway. Mm. Um but COVID is just I think pushed it forward a bit a bit quicker, really. Mm. Instagram and social media is Mm-hmm. just so accessible for everybody as well yes. um, whereas I think fashion shows was, it had that kind of exclusivity around it and mm-hmm. obviously like that it it shoots yourself in the foot from a marketing point of view like if mm-hmm. you want you want to you want to include everybody and let everybody be a part of your brand so um so yeah yeah as you're saying it's becoming a lot more inclusive like agencies kind of looking after their talent more and like brands like letting people see their new collections like stuff social media is definitely allowing that to happen which is Mm. good I guess yeah breaking the Mm. tradition which is always good so with modeling is it something you always want to do or is there anything else you'd want to branch into like do you have any other passions or hobbies well I I, I studied music at university um okay. so that's always been a, a massive um passion hobby of mine mm-hmm. um but it's it's kind of hard it was it has been hard to um, pursue alongside modeling because you, you need to kind of commit to one or the other really yeah to kind of make it work alongside hasn't really been hasn't really been possible um but yeah I'm just enjoying modeling at the moment I'm just I just want to travel with it and just yeah. I'll think about after <laughs> think about the music <laughs> how did you get into modeling as well like what was your do you remember like your first shoot I, I remember my first job was for do you, do you know Lethal Bizzle yeah he had, he had that clothing line dense clothing <laughs> We yeah that that was that was my uh, that was my first that was my first job um wow. which I was very gassed about because mm-hmm. I'm like from East London yeah. and like all my friends like oh I live for business I was like yeah I live for <laughs> <laughs> oh it was yeah it was so gassed but I I got into it while I was at uni um okay yeah there was a girl so I was in the creative arts building and um the girl was studying uh fashion mm-hmm. and she asked me to do her uh like her graduate uh, collection shoot it I was like yeah sure fine I hadn't really given it much thought before um I didn't really think modeling could be a, a career I thought model and I thought like oh 
Liam Campbell, Kate Moss. Yeah. I didn't really know that there was an in between. Like I've never really mm. been into fashion or like into yeah beauty or anything like that. So I was just feel like Meh. I, yeah, I didn't really know of it as an op- I didn't really know of it as an option. Um, but then I, I did the shoot and I was like, this is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So I don't know if you, you I don't even know if it's a thing anymore. But there was a website called Model Mayhem. No, um, ring about. Which is like it's like a platform for uh for freelancers basically mm-hmm. and she was just like oh you should um join this model mayhem like if you wanted to to do it more then you can um then there are like loads of opportunities that you can like have shoots with other people and see whether it's something that you actually want, mm-hmm. um you know want to maybe take a bit further so I signed up did a few shoots um and then I shot for this uh it was like a, a vintage store um in Manchester and the two sisters who owned the shop um who I shot with and kind of kept in touch afterwards they they started their modeling agency and they were like oh um we you know we like shooting with you before let us know if you like looking for representation we'd love to have you on board as one of our like new models and at the time I was just like yeah sure why not like Mm -hmm. you know I was still at uni I just thought might as well just go for it yeah see what comes of it Uh, so I signed with them and then I was moving back to London and they got me signed in London so yeah it just kind of went from there really I just was like hey I'm gonna go back home now and they're like oh join this agency and wow yeah working with them a little bit just snowballed then I guess yeah yeah I was just super lucky because I was coming out of uni like oh I don't really know what I want to do it kind of allowed me to go with it I guess the stuff's always destined for you I I'm such like a believer in that like everything happens for a reason like everything I feel like your life to a certain extent is quite mapped out so I guess Mm -hmm. it was always going to happen and now here you are today smashing it honestly I see you everywhere like when I see I see every, I go on like pretty little thing there you are like I can't explain to you I'm like there she is she's everywhere like that like again it's mad and something I like to ask my guests at the end of every episode is what advice you would give to somebody wanting to get into modeling stay true to yourself don't get lost in it mm-hmm. and yeah if you want to do it just keep keep doing it it's hard work let's get advice always stay true to yourself thank you so much for speaking with me today it's been so lovely to catch up thank you very much for having me everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.